The MLB Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by Shady Rays. SGPN is teaming up with Shady Rays for Shady May. Get 50% off your Shady Rays using the promo code SGPN. Then go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash shady for your chance to win $500. We're also brought to you by the SGPN Merch Store. Just in time for summer, the SGPN store has a new line of mesh shorts. Use the promo code SHORTS at checkout for 10% off. Welcome, everybody, to the MLB Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. My name is Malcolm Bamford, coming to you from Newcastle-upon-Tyne in the northeast of England, Today is Thursday, May the 11th, and we are here with a full card of action uh, across MLB for Friday, May the 12th. And joining me, uh, not from his usual location, I think he's on his holly bobs. It's D-Rock, Mr. Dylan Rockford. Where are you? What are you doing? I'm in the golf capital of America, South Carolina. So enjoying my time here uh, after today, going up to Charlotte, North Carolina to uh, watch some UFC fights this weekend. So, Oh, nice. So have you, have you had a game of golf? No, I have not played a round of golf yet, but I went to the beach. Ah, nice. Can you play golf? Uh, I could play mini golf. I don't know about... <laughs> oh. Don't, um, don't, the words mini golf to me are, uh, uh, it's a sore topic at the moment. I'm a dead man walking today. Um, <clears throat> I apologize to anyone who listened to the Premier League show an hour ago and listened to my complaint for the second time in an hour. But I had a very big job yesterday, which included the mini golf course, which I have to set up and pack down. And it was too far away. I'm too old. It was too heavy. I then drove all night back to Newcastle, got back at eight o'clock this morning. So I am feeling very sorry for myself. So if I sound a bit rough, uh, that's why. And as soon as this show is done, I shall be taking myself off to bed for a nice 16-hour sleep uh, with any luck. So, But yeah, it was a big effort, big effort in London town and a big drive back uh, today. So yeah, I've, I've been working the last couple of days. I've kept across, obviously, the scores and the box scores and my fantasy teams and stuff like that. Um. We're going to start. Well, we're not going to start. Actually, we've got the, we've got the Mets to come in a little while, but um, still having a lot of struggles, Dylan. But uh, one thing to comment on yesterday was the JV looked good, and yeah. the Mets need some good news. Yeah, 100%. I landed and I was actually surprised the Mets got a win, snuck out a win against the Reds. And uh, yeah, I saw the stat line for Justin Verlander. Thankfully, he looked good. But uh, I don't think you were on the pot. I think it was me and Scott. But uh, yeah, Max Scherzer goes down again. So that's going to hurt us in the long run. But uh, I think they should eventually start to bring these guys up from our farm system because we're paying all these uh, top guys and they're not producing. So I, I feel like we need to make a change quick because the Mets are not playing good baseball. He just laid a zero today in a hitter's ballpark. That's unacceptable. Yeah, they've gone down already. There was some days ball today and the Mets went down five to nothing to the Cincinnati Reds of all people. Um, so yeah, not ideal at all. Um, but yeah, we've got a 15 game card uh, for Friday, all evening games or evening games for me, uh, nighttime games for me, so I suppose evening games in the States. Uh, we'll get to those 
once I've told you about uh, Shady Race, teaming up with SGPN for Shady May. You'll get an amazing 50% off, but a chance to win $500. Uh, got you covered from the sun to the slope. Shady Rays have durable frames, extremely clear optics. You will get them uh, any lost or broken pairs replaced, no questions asked, even if it's on day one. Or if you don't love them, you can return them for free within 30 days. So there's no risk with Shady Rays at all. And for our international listeners, Shady Rays has you covered as well with shipping to Canada, Australia, New Zealand, and the United Kingdom. Go to shadyrays.com, use the code SGPN for 50% off two or more pairs of polarised sunglasses, then take your receipt to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash shady for your chance to win the $500 Shady May contest. And if you've already got your Shady Rays shades on, Get yourself some SGPN shorts to go with him. You can mooch around the beach like Dylan. You can sit on the sofa and watch the telly like me. Uh, SGPN has just dropped a new line of mesh shorts, perfect for any summer activity. Head to store.sportsgamblingpodcast.com. Use the code SHORTS for 10% off. Okay, we will start with the 640 Eastern first pitch between the Seattle Mariners and the Detroit Tigers. It's uh, two left-handed pitchers going to the mound. Marco Gonzalez for the Mariners and Matt Boyd for the Tigers. Lines are minus 135 on Seattle, plus 115 on Detroit. And the total is set at eight and a half. Marco Gonzalez has a 2-0 record on the year with a 4.70 ERA. And he was in good form, was going along quite happily. Um, but his last two games started... He pitched nine innings and gave up eight earned runs. So they've inflated those figures. Um, he does have a, have a 573 ERA at the Tigers um, in his career as well, which is a little bit of a, a concern. Uh, Boyd has been competitive. Uh, his numbers, I mean, his ERA 528 tells you a little story, but I'm, I, I can see through a little, see through that a little bit. Detroit have won three of Boyd's last four starts. They are seven and three in the last 10. They're eight and seven at home. And the key stat for me here was that Seattle are only hitting um, 195 against left-handed pitching, which is a terrible number. So yeah, Detroit have done me well. They've done us well on the show over the last 10 days, maybe two weeks. And I'll happily take them again here against still a slightly misfiring Seattle offense especially against the lefty. Uh, so I'll take Detroit, Dylan, uh, plus 150. Yeah, I really wanted to take the Tigers in this one. They've been very profitable this past week, and I need a little better of a price to come down on them. I, I need a plus 130, but I like the under. Matt Boyd, he hasn't been the best at home this season. 646 ERA, 11 runs, 15 innings. Walks are high, seven walks. Batters in 286 off of him. That's why I really couldn't get down on the Tigers, but I think he could have success. I think you laid out the perfect stat. Mariners are only hitting 195 off a of lefty, so I think we see a lower scoring kind of game. I got a nine. I set my total at 8.7. So I like the nine under uh, eight and a half. I would kind of lay off, but I would take a shot with the Tigers like you. Uh, next up, this is an interesting, not on paper, one of the most stellar matchups, but um, a lot of a lot of interest here for a 640 Eastern first pitch between the Cincinnati Reds and the Miami Marlins. Graham Ashcraft draws the start for Cincinnati. And the main interest here revolves around uh, Yuri Perez, who has been called up 
and will take his debut start for the Miami Marlins. Uh, the Reds are plus 120. Perez and the Marlins are minus 132 with a total of eight and a half. Dylan, uh, a lot of talk about Perez. How, how much do you know about him and how confident in him are you? Yeah, don't know too much about him. Uh, I really don't understand the line. I made Graham Ashcraft a minus 130 favorite. So uh, I think he should definitely be a favorite against a rookie making his first start being called up. I mean, I get the Marlins are at home and the Reds aren't playing that good, but Ashcraft has actually pitched better on the road this season. Marlins hitting 233 off a righty. So I think this could be a good spot for the Reds. They come off a nice win against the Mets today. They shut him out. So... I'll take the Reds as a dog. I got him at a plus 110, so I'll be on the Reds here. Uh, you see, I came down the other side of this. I did kind of understand the prices here. Graham Ashcraft's been fine. Um, he had a bad start last time. He was getting hit in, anyway. He was getting hit around. Then he took a comeback. Uh, <coughs> excuse me. And that didn't help his cause. And he ended up going out the game after about two innings. So I think there was talk about him missing some time. They decided to leave him in. So I think... You have to maintain a watching brief at the minute on Ashcraft. Perez just ticks so many boxes. There's been so much noise about him. Uh, he's a number 10 overall MLB pipeline player. Six foot eight Dominican. Uh, he's going to be the youngest ever franchise starting pitcher for the Miami Marlins at 20 years of age. He will hit 100 with his fastball. And part of the reason I wanted to bet him was I just think it's a fun bet. Um, he's going to be fun to watch tomorrow. Really, inter really interesting for your Friday night viewing. Um, so, yeah, give me... And I mean, it's the Reds we're talking about here. It's not like he's taking on pretty much any other team apart from the Oakland days. Uh, so yeah, they have been better. They're, they're uh, giving the Mets a bit of trouble this week. But, yeah, I'll, I like Miami. And I'll have you to have a little bet on Paris to see how he goes at minus 132. Uh, Lane has joined us in the chat. Lane, good evening. Oh, and the captain saying, oh, aye, aye, captain. Uh, as we speak, the captain chirps up. Nice to see everybody. Uh, 7.05 Eastern first pitch. We will go to the New York Mets, who are at the Washington Nationals, uh, a divisional series. Uh, tomorrow, the uh, Tyler McGill for the Mets and Mackenzie Gore for the Nationals. Minus 145 New York, plus 125 Washington total is set at nine. Uh, Tyler McGill... Um, he's been, he's had a little injury, I think, didn't he? He's been away for a little while. Maybe a, just a minimum, a minimum stay on the IL, but he's back. Has a one and two record, 555 ERA. He's been consistent. And what I mean by that is he's been consistent in how kind of disappointing he's been. Because I quite like McGill, um, but he will give up three or four earned runs in four or five innings pitched every start. Um so you kind of already know what you're going to get out of McGill unless he's he's found some kind of solution while he's been on the IL. Um, the Mets are struggling offensively. Even before today, I made these notes earlier on, before they were shut out by the Reds this evening, um, averaging 3.4 runs per game. Peter Alonso had gone back-to-back -back home runs. Um, he kind of generates, or oh, he's the talisman for this New York offense. If Alonso's batting well, then the Mets tend to be back well. Um, I think he drew one walk maybe today, uh, but failed to do an awful lot else. I like Mackenzie Gore. Um, he got a couple of wins early in the season, but not much lately. Hasn't been as good at home, but um, 
I just got to give him a chance tomorrow with um, McGill's regressing and the Mets just aren't hitting. They'll be travelling. Um, I think Washington are live here, plus 125, Dylan. Sorry. No, I agree. I think they are live. Uh, I like the under a little better, under nine. Mets, like I said, just laid a goose egg today in an extremely hitter-friendly ballpark, nonetheless. Uh, they can't score runs to save their life right now. Three and seven, their last ten, while Nationals, they've been winning some ball games, six and four in their last ten games. Both won't be able to sc- score a bunch of runs. Both clubs 16-20 and one toward the under this year. Nationals three and seven toward the under at home. Got winds blowing in. I set my total at 8.3. So I like the under, and I do think the Nationals are live here at home. 705 Eastern first pitch, the Pittsburgh Pirates at the Baltimore Orioles. Johan Oviedo for Pittsburgh, and Kyle Bradish goes for Baltimore. Uh, plus 140 on the Buckos, minus 160 on the O's. Total is at 8.5. Johan Oviedo, 2-3 and three on the year, 559 ERA. Um, his last three starts have been a disaster. Um, Pittsburgh is slumping as well. One win, I think, out the last 10 games. So you can't back either. You can't consider um, Pittsburgh and you can't consider Oviedo um, until he shows us uh, some of the form that he started the season in. Uh, Kyle Bradish hasn't been great either. Um, he's given up 13 earned runs in his last 12 innings. At 12 innings pitch. This looks like a bit of a shootout to me. Um, I got a little, uh, some concerns about Baltimore. I, you, earlier in the season, I had the White Sox in timeout for a little while. Um, I might go on a little bit of a, of a fade uh, of Baltimore for a little while. They, they, they've got a 508 um, starting pitching ERA. And how that marries up to a 24 and 13 record um, completely baffles me. It just doesn't, I mean, you look at that starting ERA of 508 and you'd think that was the the A's or the Reds or somebody even like, um, but they're a, they've got this incredible win record. They've played six games against teams over 500 as well. That's all they've played this season um, against teams with a record better than 500. So there is going, there's some regression coming here for Baltimore. So get on it now. Uh, we'll draw a line in the sand here, everybody. Uh, Baltimore for the next couple of weeks. You could easily see them maybe winning, say, 15 out of the next 40, something like that. Um, and, and this is, they're going to get back to 500 pretty soon. Um, that's going to be, that's my board statement here. For this game, I can see this being a shootout. Um, don't trust either, particularly. Um, so over eight and a half to them. Yeah, I like the over eight and a half as well, but uh, I'm going to take the plus 134 with the Orioles on the run line. Uh, You think the Orioles aren't playing good. I don't think the Pirates are playing that good. One and nine in their last 10, they're kind of regressing towards me. Orioles, they've been great at home, eight and two on the run line in their last 10. I'm not the biggest believer in Adovino either right now. And to answer your question, I know it's a facetious question, but uh, they don't have a good starting ERA for their starting pitch. Uh, Baltimore, but they're a top five bullpen with 312 yep. ERA. They also have a very good lineup as well. So I, I understand why they're 24 and 13. They're in a lot of shootouts. And when they're in shootouts, you give them a chance to win. But if it's a nip and tuck game, a pitcher's duel, I don't think they're going to last. So I understand your concerns, but I think this is a good spot for them. So I like the over eight and a half. You got wins blowing out, but I'm going to take a chance with the big plus money with the Orioles on the run line. 
Yeah, so you make the point about the bullpen there, Dylan. The fact that the starting pitchers just aren't going deep into games will catch up with the bullpen. Yeah. Not now, it's what we're in the second week in May. You know, they're all they're all fresh as daisies. Um, but as as you as you move on um into the dog days of summer, those arms will start tiring because they're getting no length off the starting pitching. Uh, so that's another reason that I do think they'll they'll head back towards that five hundred number. Uh TV DBJ. Uh, has arrived in the chat. Good evening, sir. How are you doing, Trev? Uh, 7.05 Eastern first pitch is the Tampa Bay Rays at the New York Yankees. Officially TBD um, on the Rays. I've got Josh Fleming going, Dylan. I don't know what you've seen. Yeah, I've got and Garrett, Fleming as well. Yeah, and Garrett Cole will go for the Yankees. I saw no lines earlier on um, when... When I made notes on this, anything up yet, Dylan? Yeah, no lines up, but uh, I made the Yankees a minus 155 at home uh, with Cole on the mound going against Josh Fleming. I set my total at 7.8. So last series, these two teams played down in Tampa. They all ended by one run. So I would be careful backing the run line in this game. But uh, I think Cole can have a nice bounce back spot at home where he was much better on uh, on the road than at home than on the road, you know. I don't expect a race to score that many runs like they did last time against Cole. So a little bounce back spot here for them. But depending on what the opening line is, I could see myself on the Yankees. They get their confidence back. They just swept the A. So I think this is a good spot for them. So uh, depending on the number, I'll probably lean with the Yankees. Yeah, the the, the Rays did just get um, – we're, we're on the wrong side of some results against Baltimore. But they got babbibbed to absolute death there. Uh, Every hard-hit ball they had resulted in an out. Um, and, yeah, they were very unlucky. So they, there's nothing to unduly worry about there with how Tampa performed in Baltimore. Uh, Josh Fleming is a worry, however. Um, he looked like he cracked it at one point, but he gave up six earned runs against the Yankees last time out. He's been used as a piggyback starter, um, but his, his underlying stats aren't great. Um, Garrett Cole... He's only got one recent bad start, which is against you-know-who, the Tampa Bay Rays. Um, but I think we can trust him at home. He's got a 0-82 home ERA. Um, I think the Yankees can get a couple of runs off Fleming. So I like to fa- the first five run line here on the Yankees. I think the Yankees can get their noses in front against Fleming and behind a good, cool start uh, early on in this one. Next is a 7.07 Eastern first pitch. The Atlanta Braves and the Toronto Blue Jays. Spencer Strider for the Braves. Chris Bassett for Toronto. Minus 150 on Atlanta. Minus, uh, plus 130 on the Blue Jays. Total set at eight and a half. Dylan um, on paper. Good matchup. Yeah, I'll sprinkle a little uh, on the puppy, home puppy, plus 130 for the Blue Jays, plus one and a half as well uh, at minus 130 for the Blue Jays. Chris Bassett, he's looked a little better as of late. Blue Jays, I think they're swinging the bat uh, well. So I think they could possibly keep this one close up. I know Spencer Strider is really good, and the Braves are really good on the road. So I would be wary, but uh, I think the Blue Jays' bats could give some Strider some problems. So uh, short price, but I'll take the Blue Jays here. Okay, I went the other way. I, I just I prefer Strider to Bassett pretty much. It was as far as I got with this one. Um, it was no more complicated than that because, um, yeah, I do like both lineups. But I mean, yeah, the minus one fifty is a little bit short. So this would be further down my list. This is more of a game for me to have a watch of uh, rather than a betting. Uh, Captain Insano's feeling the 
home run props against Garrett Cole, which is perfectly valid. He does give up um, some dingers and he, he's citing Yadi Diaz as someone who might be able to do that. Blaine's turned up as a serial. Uh, good evening, gents. How are you doing? Um, have I got to tell you about Talkify now? This is always fun. Um, we sort you out here, Dylan. This is all about uh, you need to sign up here. Yeah? This is about uh, dating. We'll get you some. Uh, we'll get you some. Get you some girl action, Dylan. Um, if you if life is full of what ifs for you, uh, you need to meet some of the serious singles. Uh, Talkify is the new way to do it. Um, if you're having a hard time meeting great people to date, uh, it's time to say goodbye to swiping and bring back the human touch to dating with Talkify. It's the country's number one modern matchmaking service designed to help you achieve relationship success. The Talkify matchmakers meet with you to learn about uh, what you're looking for in a partner. Um, the matchmaker plans your date, um, handles all the communications, creating a safe and stress-free dating experience. Right now, Talkify is offering our listeners 20% off when you become a client at talkify.com slash SGPN. That's Talkify, T-A-W-K-I-F-Y dot com slash SGPN for 20% off when you become a client. Uh, Dylan, was the, uh, have you been to the beach today? Was it was the beach packed with honeys today? Were you, uh, were you flexing down there? Uh, no, no flexing. Uh, Myrtle Beach is kind of like a tourist place where there's a lot of like old people, I would say. Not yeah. too many young people. Uh, don't so. knock it, Dill. I know. One day I'm going to get old as well. I feel old already. So. Okay. Get yourself a, get yourself a milk, man. You'll be all right. <laughs> little, uh, little holiday, holiday milf-gilf combo. Enjoy it's my, my, my birthday's coming around the corner, so I could use a milf if I want, you know? <laughs> um, Captain Insane was trying to direct you to the nude beach down there. Um <laughs> Serial's uh, asking about the we, we keep when we do the Premier League pod. See, we normally there's normally some games in progress, and we keep forgetting Serial's about thirty seconds behind when he's watching the games, and we keep spoiling the games for him every week by telling him there's been a goal before he's seen the goal, and we try to remember, but we're really quite bad at it. But um, no, we didn't spoil anything today, Serial. So. Uh, we didn't pick any winners either. European football, and I am absolutely terrible at that. So, yeah. Premier League, I've got all the winners. European what stuff, ha- absolutely What happened useless. with the Champions League yesterday? Inner one, two, nothing. Did you get that right? No, I can't do Europe at all. I've got I've got everything wrong. Right. Everything wrong. Barry picked some winners, though. And the, oh. um, the, the Discord channel is full of winners. So, on a European night, that's the place to be. I'm just purely there for um, to make shit jokes. That's my um, job. Who's going to win the Champions League? I need a prediction real quick. Manchester City, a very strong position now, mate. Yeah. Uh, second leg at home. And uh, by far, whoever they play in the final, um, they are a much better team than uh, likely Inter Milan. So, yeah, uh, it's Manchester City's to lose now is, is how we'll term that. Um, where are we going? 7 10 Eastern. First pitch is the LA Angels at the Cleveland Guardians. Uh, two lefties, uh, Tyler Anderson for the LA Angels and Logan Allen, listed as LT Allen, uh, for the Cleveland Guardians. Lines are plus 105 on the Angels, minus 125 on the Guardians with a total set at eight and a half. Um, Anderson's been a bit of a problem. He settled down 
lately. He's had two better starts. Well, has he settled down? Two better starts against Texas um, and the Brewers. But I do think he got away with it a little bit because he, he walked a load of batters. So I'm not sure I trust those um, those numbers. And like I say, his ERA is way up there at 540. Um, Logan Allen started really well for Cleveland. Three good starts. Um, Noah's talked him up as, as, as our prospect guy. Have to trust him. Can't see a reason not to, really. So this is going to be a classic Cleveland win 3-2 or something. Low-scoring Cleveland win behind a good start for Logan Allen. Cleveland at minus 125 for me, please, Dylan. Yeah, another total for me. I like the under nine. Uh, it's at eight and a half. I still like it under. I set my total at 7.6. Uh, Guardians are just in dead under team. 13 and 24 toward the under, including one of nine toward the under the last 12 games. We got 13 mile an hour winds blowing in from center field. All the Guardians do is play low scoring games. They have a great bullpen, but absolutely no offense, no power in that lineup. So I think both pitchers will have success limiting the bats. I I, I agree with you. I think it's going to get Just knocked yourself on mute, Dylan. Sorry. Oh, through that sentence. Sorry. Sorry. I, I did make uh, the Guardians a minus 120 favorite. So lean Guardians, but I like the under better. Next up is a. I was waiting for the over or under on how long it takes Captain Insane to call you a buffoon, but he's, he's let me down. He's gone six or seven seconds there without getting in there. Uh, 710 Eastern first pitch. The St. Louis Cardinals at the Boston Red Sox. Adam Wainwright. Uh, for the cards and James Paxton will make his season debut left-handed pitcher for the Boston Red Sox minus 105 on St. Louis minus 115 on Boston uh, totally set at 10 um, St. Louis were bad and they seem to be getting worse remarkably so um, what do you uh, feel about this game Dylan? Yeah, I know the total's high at 10.5, but I like the over. I'm going to take the over here. I made my total 10.8. I think we need to continue to back uh, the over for the Red Sox until they show some regression with their bats. 25 and 12 toward the over this season, 14 and 6 at Fenway toward the over. Cardinals. I guess they, you could say they're doing a better job swinging the bat. They're 7-3 and three toward the over in their 10 games, but I still can't trust them on the side in this one. think something's wrong. I want to see a little more out of Wainwright before I back him. So just going to fade both pitchers in this spot. We got winds blowing out in Fenway as well. So over 10.5 is the way I'm going to play it. Yeah. Um, we talked earlier on about Baltimore's starting pitching the R.A., St. Louis is at 540, uh, which is going to give you a, a huge problem. Um, Kenny Jansen's worth a mention, picked up his 400th career save last night. So congratulations to him, like Kenny. Um, so yeah, a couple of things about this game to point out. Um, how much Nolan Arenado is struggling for a start. I saw Blake, actually, Blake Meyer of this parish, on Twitter early on saying that someone had dropped Nolan Arenado in his home fantasy league which is quite astonishing. Uh, but he's only hitting 233 on the year. Um, I'm fading Wayne Wright as part of my fade the old guys on the pitch clock uh, campaign. Um, Paxton's debut. But Boston are fun and St. Louis are just an absolute horrible mess. So I'm happy to take the Red Sox here uh, at a price of minus 115. We will go to next. Let's have a look. 
8.10 Eastern first pitch is the Chicago Cubs at the Minnesota Twins. Left-handed pitcher Drew Smiley for the Cubbies. And my new favourite, Sonny Gray, takes the ball for the Minnesota Twins. Yeah. Plus 140 on the Cubs. Minus 160 on the Twins. Total set at eight. Quite another um, low-key good game, this one, Dylan. A hundred percent. I love Sonny Gray this season. He's having a Cy Young uh, season. It's either Twins money line for me or the under. I like the under a little more. I made my total 7.5. I think the Twins have the advantage here in the pitching matchup between him and Justin Steele. No disrespect to Justin Steele. I like him. He's been having a great season, but I just trust Gray a little more at home. Just look at the numbers. He's been dealing. Maybe you want to take the Twins in the first five, get in and get out, maybe avoid the bullpens. But I expect another close, low-scoring type of game. Lefties, uh, Twins don't hit lefties all that well. So under eight is my favorite play, but I do lean Twins as well. Um, yeah, my play was the first five play as well, Dylan. You're right on this one to get in and get out. It was the first five under for pretty much every reason you've just laid out there. Um, but yeah, I, really, I, I heard uh, Sonny Gray interviewed last week uh, and I was just pretty enthralled by him. Like, seems like an interesting character. And a very nice man. So, yeah, Smiley's good. A um, bit of a duel, this one. And the first five under. Uh, looks like the way to play it for me. Next, 8-10 Eastern first pitch. The Houston Astros at the Chicago White Sox. We have a new name. JP France will pitch for the Houston Astros. And Michael Kopeck goes for the Chicago White Sox. Let's have a look if I can find these lines. Oh, there they are. Um, Houston with France on the mound are minus 140. Uh, the White Sex with Kopech are plus 120. Total is set at nine. Um, so, um, first off, uh, Liam Hendricks is back in the bullpen or certainly coming back imminently um, for the White Sox after his non-Hodgkin's lymphoma. Uh, so that's lovely to see. Um, so yeah, J is it JT or JP? It's JP. JP, um, France for Houston. Um, again, I spoke to Noah about him this afternoon. No one knows our uh, our prospect guy. He started one game, um, five innings scoreless at Seattle, only gave up three hits. Uh, he was dominant. In the minors, hitting 233. Um, so his ERA was 233. Opposition hitters were only hitting 136 off him. So I think there's no reason to, to not expect France to go well tomorrow, especially against this White Sox offense. Um, and Michael Kopech, you just can't trust him. He gives up too much of everything. Doesn't really matter what it is. Um, he gives up too much of it. So, yeah, that's a bad thing. Houston at minus 140 is my play. Yeah. When I first saw the name, I thought it was JP France from the Athletics. And I was like, did, did he get traded? Or is, they have the same name, right? JP? No, JP Sears, yeah. Oh, JP Sears, JP France. Close, close fucking enough. Well, the weird thing with this is, though, JP's often John Paul, isn't it? Or Jean Paul, which is a French name. And for him to have the surname France. It's just freaking me out a bit. And he's yeah. got a very weird little thumbnail profile picture. He looks like he's got the glasses on, 
but where the mustache is attached to the glasses. So when you take the glasses off, the tash comes off with it. Um, uh, so, yeah, we'll have to see what he looks like on the bump tomorrow. You can't trust the French. Um, yeah. The, <laughs> <laughs> this weekend will be the two weeks since I did not bet on the White Sox. So I can't start here either. You can't back Kopex. I don't trust him. I'll take the Astros here as well on the money line. White Sox, they don't play well at home. Six and ten straight up at home while the Astros, they're decent on the road. 11-7 straight up. Uh, I know we don't usually like to see we like to usually see a guy before backing him but i'd rather back jp france than michael kopex i've seen all i needed to see from him so i'll fade him on the road maybe look towards his walk prop he tends to walk a few batters per game so if it's around one and a half i'd go over that as well but i'll, I'll keep the astros here on the on the money line what's wrong with the french dylan oh, you just can't trust them fair enough you know why I, I don't know any French people, to be honest, but... That's fine if you... you they just, uh, from everything I, from, I hear from friends visiting France, they said they have, like, a very negative connotation and thoughts to the Americans, and I don't like that. Okay, yeah, they don't give a fuck about anybody. They just get on with it, like, yeah, which is quite an admirable trait, I reckon, but, yeah... Um, the only and reason... it's the armpits, too. Remember we talked oh, about... Oh, yeah, we have had the armpit conversation before, like... Come on. Um, they're very lazy race, Dylan, the French. Um, yeah. The reason they eat snails is because it's the only thing they can catch. So they're so bone idle. Uh, so that's that. 8-10 Eastern first pitch is the Kansas City Royals at the Milwaukee Brewers. We have a TBD pitch of a Kansas. Uh, we have Corbin Burns going for the Brewers. And after that information, I have absolutely nothing else because there's no lines, uh, no matchup to give you. Uh, Dylan, do you have anything on this? I have nothing. I couldn't find a pitcher, no lines. Uh, I thought it might have been Daniel Lynch going, but then it didn't look like it was going to be him. So I I have nothing for this game. Okay. We will breeze past to the 840 Eastern first pitch between the Philadelphia Phillies and the Colorado Rockies. Taiwan Walker draws the start for the Phillies and left-handed pitcher Austin Gomber will be on the bump for Colorado, who are the plus 140 home puppies. Uh, Philly are minus 160, and the total is a Coors Field special 12. Uh, Dylan, Philly visit Colorado. Yeah, another game where I think there's value in taking the Rockies on the run line, plus one and a half at minus 115, and sprinkling maybe a half a unit on the money line as home puppies at plus 135. I only made the Phillies a minus 120 favorite. I really don't want to back Taiwan Walker here on the road. I can't get that start against the Dodgers out of my head. He was awful. He did come back and have a nice performance at home against the Red Sox, but going into altitude, I think he may struggle here. I know it's a stretch backing Austin Gomber at home, but he has put together three decent outings, so walks can be cut down a little, but the Rockies have been playing some competitive baseball, so at the number, I gotta play the Rockies here at home. 100% agree with you. Um, I think Lane is co-signing that in the chat as well. Um, Philly struggling a bit. Uh, Kyle Schwarber hitting 187. This bullpen is 14th in the National League and they've just lost um, Alvarado, who's been a big part for them as well. So that's not going to do them any favours. Um, Austin Gumber was good at home last time. Obviously, he can be a little bit ropey, we know this. But we're talking about uh, a Sutton Phillies team, a competitive 
Rockies team, we like taking the Rockies at home. Um, and plus 140 is just too big a price. So, yeah, um, I'll take Colorado um, on the money line. 940 Eastern first pitch is the San Francisco Giants and the Arizona Diamondbacks. Um, officially TBD for the Giants. I believe it's Ross Stripling who will go for San Francisco. Uh, Ryan Nelson will pitch for the Snakes. Minus 115 on the Giants. Minus 105 on the D-backs. Tool is set at nine and a half. Um, Ross Stripling's rubbish is the first thing I've written down. <laughs> um, whether he starts or he comes out the pen, doesn't really matter. He gives up loads and loads of hard contact. Um, Ryan Nelson is up and down um, as you'd expect kind of from a young guy making his way he's given up at least three earned runs in each home start um, so that with the fact that Stripling's rubbish I reckon the first five over here is the way to go Dylan yeah the, I, I, it says TBD but I, I think in my, I handicapped it and made my lines as Ross Stripling going so okay. I, I agree with you. I'm not a fan of either Stripling or Nelson, to be honest. I think we see some runs scored off these pitches. Both Nelson and Stripling have given up two or more runs and six of their seven starts of the season. So Arizona, they're a top five hitting team. They're really putting it together offensively. And I was hoping to get a nine. I set my total at 9.6. So it's right at the number. Uh, nothing on the side. I really don't trust either uh, pitcher. So I, I'd go over before I do anything. Do you have Cocoa Pops in America? Do I have what? Cocoa Pops. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Oh, you do? That's all right, then. I've got, yeah. I haven't got a cup of tea tonight because I've got a bit of a sore throat and it goes so I'm a little glass of water, but I've got it in one of the kids' Cocoa yeah. Pops mug. So Cocoa I just didn't know. Oh, there he is, the little monkey fella. Yeah. Cocoa Pops is very good cereal. It's, uh, I wouldn't say top five, but it's good. Yeah, yeah like I'm cereal? not... I'm not really. I'll, I'll, I'll eat Weetabix. Do you have Weetabix? I've never heard of that. Oh, okay. They're like... They're, oh, yeah. oh, I'll, I'll get some out next time. What I do with them, I put butter on them, which is probably a bit weird and will almost certainly lead to an early grave. Um, But it is quite good for you. So, yeah, I'm not a big... Uh, I'm not a big seaweed eater, but what I do, I'll have like an inch of butter on these wheaty biscuity things. Yeah. Uh, and then... I like to cut up a little bananas in my uh, honey honey bunches of oats. Sometimes I like uh, honey nut Cheerios, Apple Jacks. I like. I'm, I'm a big. When I was broke in college, all I did was eat cereal. <laughs> so, I think Americans are bigger cereal eaters than us. It, we're it, like we have the basics. We'll have a cornflakes. Yeah. You, you might get the. I mean, like cocoa pops are pretty fancy. Like um, the. This, but I don't I, even think butter in cereal makes sense. No, it doesn't make sense. <laughs> That's the reason why I'm a right fat mess of a human being. Everyone's uh, destroying you in the chat. They go, yeah, I know, yeah. They're absolutely right. I haven't got a leg to stand on. It's, yeah, I mean, it, I can sometimes feel it. It sort of just goes directly into my arteries. Like, it doesn't even make it to my stomach. Like, it just directly goes and clogs up my arteries with pure, uh, unsaturated fat. Oh, um, so yeah, God. that will be the. That it's tasty though, you know. So what's not to <laughs> like? I'll go and I'll go and run round the block tomorrow. Run it off a bit. Um, the penultimate game on the MLB Gambling Podcast this evening is the nine forty Eastern first pitch between the Texas Rangers and the Oakland Athletics, where Martin Perez 
with pitches for Texas and Ken Waldichuk is back for the Athletics. Uh, two lefties going against each other in this one. Minus 190 for Texas, plus 170 for Oakland and Waldichuk. Total eight and a half. I mean, it's impossible to handicap Oakland every night, isn't it? Without giving the same old boring shit pick. Yeah, which is the over, correct? Oh, it's, uh, well, I've got the Texas team total just to try and be a bit different. Yeah. It's the I same like thing, the, though, isn't it? It's the same thing, exactly. So I agree. I like the Rangers team total. If you could get around four or four and a half, I'd slam the over. But uh, I'd go over. I got a seven and a half at minus 120 earlier in the day. I still like the over at eight and a half. I made my total 8.7. So it's getting a little closer to my line. But uh we, we got our fade, our boy Ken Walderchuk in this fight. He's only had one good start, and it was against the Cubs. But besides that, multiple runs given up in every other start. Martin Perez is a guy you want to back at home. And some caution when you back him on the road. He's, he, he just gave up seven runs and three innings to the Angels in his last start on the road. We also have nine mile an hour wins blowing out into Oakland. But both teams have been very profitable towards the over this year. Oakland 25 and 13 toward the over, including six and four in their last 10. Rangers 22 and 14 toward the over on the season, 10 and eight in their last 10 and on the road, excuse me. So I just see a bunch of runs. Uh, I lean Rangers as well. I made them a minus one. 80 favorites so either team total the run line or the over anyway yeah the over makes more more and more sense when, when you give the the weather and lane shouting up both the over in this game and coco pebbles um uh the two things that lane likes um so yeah perez has given up a lot of runs on the road three at kansas city too yeah um so if you want to try something a bit different just pile on to the over uh, one more game here, and it's probably the best pitching matchup on the card. It's a 10 10 Eastern first pitch. I feel like these two pitch against each other every second night. Like, I, I handicap this twice a week. This game, this exact game, I handicap twice a week on this show. The San Diego Padres at the LA Dodgers with Blake Snell going up against Dustin May. Um, Snell and the Padres plus 120. Me and the Dodgers, minus 140, total of eight and a half, Dylan. Yeah, I like the Dodgers here at home. I grabbed them earlier in the day at minus 125. I still like them at a minus 135. I made them a minus 150 favorite. Cannot back Big Snell here on the road. I know he pitched decent against the Dodgers in his last start, but that was at home, now on the road. I don't think this is a good spot for him. His walks on the road are extremely high, so another guy where you might want to look towards a walk prop. Uh, but May, he's been better uh, this season at home where the Dodgers 12 and six straight up eight and two in their last 10. So they're, they're finding the rhythm a little bit. They're swinging the bat. Well, I think they're the better team right now at home with the better pitcher. In my opinion, I got to take the short price with the Dodgers. I've just I've turned my, the pages of my Jota back to um, two pages over. And I have a, me against Snell Dodgers matchup that I've handicapped. So I reckon that's on Sunday night. I'm trying to drag the box score up there. Um, who's the I right game? I think it game? was 2-1. I think last time they versed each other, it was like 2-1. Yeah, I think, yeah, it must have been last Saturday then maybe. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, exactly the reason I 
Got to the under here. It seemed pretty straightforward. Snell gives up two or three every start. May gives up two or fewer every start. Um, and that's pretty much it. They had a, they had a relatively tight series. Uh, like I say, so just last weekend now, the you said that might be this Saturday game then we're we having a look at. I'm just trying to drag the score up now. Yeah, so that's the one. Yeah, so last Saturday, Dodgers beat the Padres 2-1. to one. May is the winning pitcher. Um, Snell is the losing pitcher. Two runs in the fourth, one run in the eighth. The Sunday finished 5-2, to two, um, but the starting pitchers, um, no one scored there. All, all the runs came off bullpen. So a first five under um, might be the same. I do like a good comparison game on the Premier League show. Uh, it's not very often you get one um, so recently. Um, in MLB, but yeah, we've got all the all the pointers there for a first five under, or indeed a full game under. Uh, so I tell you what, Dylan, we're good at this. Like we've even we we had managed we, five minutes of cereal chat, and we've still managed to boss this out in forty five minutes. We talked and, about cereal and milfs, and we still and French people and French people exactly. Uh, yeah, so. We need a um, lock and Doug. Um, do you want to lead us off, Meath? Yeah, I'll lead us off. Uh, I hinted towards it earlier in, or later in the show. I like the Rockies. I just don't understand this line. I'm going to fade Taiwan Walker here. I still like him on the run line, plus one and a half at minus 115. I think that's good odds because uh, I think it will be a closer game. But plus 135, plus 140 is I'm seeing right now. Austin Gomber, he's put together a few decent starts. Uh, I'm going to back him here at home. I think the, the bats are going a little better for the Rockies right now. So I'll take the Rockies at home at as my dog and as my lock i'm gonna go with a total and i'm gonna go to the uh angels and guardians game under eight and a half right now i grabbed the nine but i think tyler anderson's gonna have a much better start in this one indians like i mentioned 13 and 24 toward the under if you're not cashing unders with the, the guardians right now i don't know how you're betting totals 13 mile an hour winds blowing and all the guardians do is play low scoring games so they have no power in that lineup i'm going to continue to fade that lineup so under eight and a half for my lock for the guardians and angels and Rocky's money line as my dog. So it is a double dog um, on the show tonight. I love the Colorado Rockies, a plus 140. Um, yeah, they're just the, the Philly are just a little bit fragmented and everything they do at the minute. Um, and I thought Colorado were very, very live. And my lock here is going to be Boston um, at minus 115 to turn over the cards. It is a partial fade of um, St. Louis in general. It's a partial fade of Adam Wainwright on my old guy feed uh, campaign. Obviously, Paxton, we don't know what we're going to get. It's his um, debut, but Boston have been great as well. Boston have scored lots and lots of runs. Um, they are a lot of fun at home, uh, putting putting numbers on the board. So, yeah, I think Boston uh, can sneak past St. Louis in this one at a price of... Minus 115. Uh, Lane wants to shout out the Nationals as his uh, dog. We, we talked about them right at the top of the show. Yeah. And then Nationals are a team I've got right. Um, Lane uh, pointed out that we've been doing okay um, between us, getting, the, getting these Nationals over the line in some nice spots. Uh, we like Mackenzie Gore. We like Josiah Gray. Um, and normally they're round about this price plus money, sometimes a little bit bigger. So, uh, the Nationals for Lane. Uh, Dylan, 
Anything else you need to tell us about? What's the rest of today look like on your hollies? Uh, so tonight, uh, we're going to go get some seafood at a restaurant, some oysters. Oh. So it's going to do That's yeah. nice. That, yeah. That's a, uh, that was a bit of sexy talk for me. I like uh, I'm sorry. Uh, and then I'm going to come back, hit the pool, and it's going to be a busy weekend. Uh, we're going to be at UFC Charlotte. And I just got in on uh, Twitter. Jacob DeGrom expected to miss another two to three weeks due to mm, elbow inflammation. So thank God Oof. the Mets didn't waste their money on him. Yeah, that's a little bit of good news for you. Um, yeah. I am going to go to bed and hopefully yeah. not wake up for about 16 hours. That's my plan. Um, Bob's got a cup final tomorrow night in the football. Um, I've got to get all shirt and tied. I'm going to get suited and booted for it in my coaching capacity. Do yes, all the players have to wear a coat and tie too? Yeah. Nice. Yes, Bob had his, uh, his, his, the IT department was um, dressing him before. He wasn't very happy. She was making him try his little shirt and his little tie on. Oh, I um, hated that. I went to Catholic school and... Oh, it was the worst. Coat, khakis, coat and tie. And the Catholic school I went to had no AC. And I always wanted to take my blazer off. And everyone would just yell at me. But that's okay. <laughs> I remember. Yeah, uh, it won't be, it'll be over and under on how long it takes them all to take their ties off and tie them around their head like Rambo. Because that's normally pretty much what happens. Uh, within about 10 minutes of the final whistle. So good luck. Yeah, looking forward to that. And then I'm off to Leeds. I'm going to watch Newcastle on the road on Saturday, which is always a big day out. Uh, Newcastle away in Leeds. Leeds isn't very far away. It's our nearest uh, Premier League club. It's maybe an hour and a half drive, uh, 70 or 80 miles. My, uh, uh, so yeah, that's, yeah, good. No, I was going to say when I when we got our Uber here from Myrtle Beach, uh, what's that supposed to mean in saying a Catholic school explains a lot. <laughs> uh, what was I going to say? Uh, <laughs> that was good. I'm not going to lie. That was a good one. Um, oh, our, our Uber driver was, he go, he was, we saw a couple soccer balls in the trunk and we go, Oh, you, you a soccer fan? He goes, Oh, he took out his little flag. He was a man United fan. Oh, I, 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 I go, Jesus. I go, I, I lied. I said, I'm a Newcastle fan. They go, yeah, oh. baby. I, I go, Oh, you guys are good. You're like third this year. <laughs> well done, Dylan. Yes. Got him. I got yeah, him. My- Supporting um, Manchester United as a grown-up is the equivalent of wearing Spider-Man pyjamas. Um, you just wouldn't do it like it would just be very weird. Right, crack on. Thanks, everyone. That was fun. Uh, we've even managed to get it over 50 minutes. Moon Apple will be proud of us. To the, um, good luck, everyone, with your bets. Uh, me and Noah will be back tomorrow. We'll either do a locked dog total or we'll dip into the big games or we'll do some trends. We'll find something to talk about. Um for a, for a little Friday night turbo show. Um, and I'll be able to tell you the score of Bob's final as well tomorrow. But yeah, thanks everyone for joining in. It was lots of fun. Uh, good luck with your bets. Uh, till tomorrow, we'll see you down the road. Cheers.